You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome into your latest episode of Nothing But Bets. I am your host, Evan Sidery. I'm a national NBA reporter for basketballnews.com. You can go to follow me on Twitter if you haven't already at eSidery, at E S I D E R Y. Any support is greatly appreciated. Also, make sure you rate, review, subscribe to the podcast and rate, review, subscribe to all the podcasts on the basketballnews.com podcast network. We have so much great content, audio form, video form, and of course, writing form, A plus staff over on basketballnews.com. So make sure you're checking out all of our new content over at BBN. But in the meantime, for a new episode today on Nothing But Bets, we're going to be talking through a new hypothetical scenario that kind of got some new legs over the last couple of days, according to The Athletic. Currently, the talks are quote-unquote dead. But if you read between the lines a little bit, it certainly seems like both sides are interested in re-engaging talks, and that is between the Los Angeles Lakers and the Indiana Pacers. The Lakers, in this scenario, would send out Russell Westbrook to the Pacers, and the Lakers would receive Miles Turner and Buddy Heald. The holdup the hold currently, according to the Athletics' Bob Kravitz, is that the Pacers want a 2029 first-round pick alongside a 2027 first-round pick, which is the current offer alongside Russell Westbrook. So currently, the deal is that the Lakers want to do is Westbrook plus a 2027 first-round pick for Buddy Heald and Miles Turner. Instead, the Lakers will have to give a 2029 first-round pick to get this done because according to Kravitz, who was on JMV, a uh, local radio station back in Indianapolis on Friday, he mentioned that the deal will be done tomorrow if the Lakers include the 2029 first-round pick alongside Westbrook. And the more I've thought about it, I actually think it makes sense really a lot for both sides. I wrote a story at basketballnews.com about it. It should be out today if you haven't already read it. So make sure you go ahead and do so. But I cover really from all angles here this new rumor between the Lakers and the Pacers. Why didn't this deal make sense for both sides? And let's start off here with the Lakers because like, like I titled in the story, this is a lifeline. Kevin Pritchard and Herb Simon and the Pacers front office are giving the Lakers a lifeline to get off this Russell Westbrook contract. They made their bed last year, decided to trade for Westbrook, giving Kyle Kuzma multiple picks. was an awful move in hindsight, looking back on it. Westbrook fired his agent. It seems like he doesn't want to embrace his smaller role. It seems like his fit with LeBron and Anthony Davis has been questionable at best. They both have barely played together 16 total games last year due to injuries. I think it's in the best interest of the Lakers. Pull the plug and try to extend your window with LeBron and Anthony Davis because LeBron is extension eligible August 4th. There is no reason for LeBron to sign an extension until the Lakers make a move. I really believe that. Unless they get a Kyrie Irving on board or if they do a plan B option like this one where you get Buddy Hewitt and Miles Turner, two instant starters who I think would be perfect fits next to LeBron and Anthony Davis, which would be the main goal of any transaction for the Los Angeles Lakers right now is to help improve LeBron and Anthony Davis and their title chances. I think this deal does exactly that. Steph Curry's record-breaking three-pointer, Jason Tatum's buzzer-beating alley-oop, John Moran's poster dunk, 
NBA Top Shots were the greatest moments from NBA history are turned to officially licensed digital collectibles. NBA Top Shots evolved trading cards by making it easier to buy, sell, and collect by removing the hassle of grading, shoeboxes, and shipping fees. You can buy or sell moments in a few clicks and access them at any time on your phone or computer. Your collection is always at your fingertips. Start collecting Top Shot moments in any way you want. Collect rookie moments from future stars like Evan Mobley and Kate Cunningham. Collect throwback moments from former NBA stars like Shaquille O'Neal and Allen Iverson. Or collect moments from your favorite team to gain access to exclusive perks. Grab your starter pack today and Top Shot will give you $20 back to start your collection and pick up some of your favorite moments in the marketplace. Go to about.nbatopshot.com slash bballnews and get in the game today. Again, that is about.nbatopshot.com slash bballnews and get in the game today with NBA Top Shot. I mean, maybe they can meet in the middle here. I constructed out my story on basketballnews.com that let's say the Pacers are haggling about the 2029 pick and the Lakers don't want to include it. What about, let's say, like a top eight protected pick in 2029? Would that get it? Would that be enough for Indiana? Or would you have to go to top seven or top five? I think protections might be what's holding this thing up here because I, I, I doubt they get 200 protected first round picks for Buddy Heald and Russell Westbrook, or excuse me, for Buddy Heald and Miles Turner. But I do believe the value here makes sense because Russell Westbrook has a complete albatross of a contract, $47.2 million this upcoming year, final year risk contract, but no reason why any team should want Russell Westbrook. He's been not great for a while now, and he did not do well in a secondary role in Los Angeles last year, kind of shrunk under the bright lights of Hollywood there, and it was not a good run for Westbrook in LA. He averaged some good stat line numbers, but you could tell immediately that the fit was clunky with Westbrook in LA alongside LeBron and AD. And for this one, I mean, I think the contract value with Westbrook is so bad right now, even if, 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 even if it's an expiring contract, that you have to attach a pick to that. There's no need for any team to help out here. So I, I do agree with Indiana here. If I had to pick one side as to who's correct here in negotiations, it would be Indiana. Because a small market team like Indiana should not be doing favors to the Los Angeles Lakers unless they're getting a real good price for it. And I think adding in a 2029 pick does exactly that here because Buddy Hill would be an instant starter. Miles Turner and Anthony Davis and maybe one of the best front court combinations in the NBA as far as defensive versatility goes. You have two elite shot blockers next to one another. It'd be a lot of fun to watch. Miles Turner could space the floor as well. Buddy, he will be an instant three-point weapon with the Lakers too. So I think this is a perfect fit for all sides. Obviously, Westbrook and they played single second with the Indiana Pacers. They had buy him out immediately. They had the cash base to do so. I just keep thinking more and more about this. Like, why is Los Angeles balking at this price? It's obviously a very awkward situation right now between Russell Westbrook and the Los Angeles Lakers to the point where it just seems like irreconcilable differences are really popping up consistently. And honestly, it's at a point where I'd be stunned if Westbrook is in Los Angeles all season long and maybe even opening night. I just think that the Lakers have an opportunity here with Indiana to get off this contract, to retool the roster a little bit, to make it a little bit better, to improve your options a little bit for next year and beyond. I think it's worth the price of admission there. I just think that losing Westbrook off the team is a net positive, in my opinion. And an option I brought up in my story that maybe if it's not protections, what about TJ McConnell and the deal as well for Indiana? Would Indiana get McConnell in there to match even more salary with Russell Westbrook be $47 million versus $47.2 million? So almost an, almost an exact match there. What about McConnell, Heald, and Turner for the 27 and 29 picks? Maybe that makes more sense if you include McConnell. They just signed Andrew Nemhard to a long-term deal. I think it makes a lot of sense to give Nemhard a lot of the runway here as the point guard behind Tyrese Halliburton. So I think that can make a lot of sense here. But 
I keep coming back to it where the Lakers made their bed last year, Russell Westbrook. They have an opportunity to get out of this. And I think Indiana is giving them that chance right now. 2027 and 2029 first round picks five to seven years down the road should not matter at all to this Lakers team. It definitely could impact their future. That's that's for sure. I mean, because that 2029 pick could be a gold mine down the road. And I wrote that in my story today on basketballnews.com that those picks certainly could be really, really valuable pieces. And a team like Indiana could easily capitalize on that. But the Lakers really don't have much of an option here. It's either you run it back with Russell Westbrook, you accept you're not a Tyler Katerra next year, you waste a year of LeBron James and Anthony Davis, and LeBron James potentially leaves in free agency next year. That's a realistic option. Option two, you wait out the Kyrie Irving situation with Kevin Durant and Brooklyn. You see what happens there. But you have a really good chance of having that go into the season, leaking into the season. You have Russell Westbrook drama going into the year. I don't think either side wants that. Option three is you go back to the negotiation table with the Indiana Pacers and you make a deal happen. I think option three is the best deal out there and the most realistic deal for Los Angeles to get out of this rut that they're currently in and get back a starting center who's a great defensive player and a great shooter for his size. And you get back one of the best three-point shooters in the NBA, Buddy Heald. I just think it's a home run deal for Los Angeles. You don't look at the at the picks five to seven years from now. Rob Polinka probably wouldn't even be here at that point. You try to win a title the next one or two years with LeBron. I think Buddy Heald definitely makes that a lot better. And then also Miles Turner, he could be a long-term piece of the puzzle as well. As an expiring contract, you own his bird rights for next year as well. So he could be extension eligible right away after being traded to Los Angeles. But definitely be something to watch out for here. I covered all the base on my story again on basketballnews.com. So make sure you go ahead and check that out. But I just want to get a quick episode out here and let the bets to go over the latest trade scenario. Bob Krause, the athletic, covered it all, as did Sham Sharanya. I've heard a lot of things about this. So I'll be sure to cover this all throughout the situation, the Russell Westbrook saga. Is just now reaching a new level in Los Angeles. And again, I'd be stunned at this point if Westbrook plays another game for the Los Angeles Lakers. It just seems like it's too untenable at this point. And I think LeBron and the Lakers would be a lot better off getting Buddy Heald and Miles Turner in the building instead of Russell Westbrook. I think at that point, if your starting lineup is LeBron, Buddy Heald, let's say your three is Troy Brown or Lonnie Walker, your four is Anthony Davis, your five is Miles Turner, your bench can go six to seven guys deep. I kind of like that. Uh, it's better than the current iteration of the Lakers, which is Russell Westbrook pounding the ball, not being a good fit off the ball. Instead, you get two guys who are instant starters who are great fits next to your star player. So I think it's a win, win, win. It's a win for Indiana as they can really fully immerse themselves into a full-scale rebuild here. Getting two picks five to seven years down the road could be gold mines for them. We saw, I just saw the Phoenix Suns do this way back when with Goran Dragic in 2015. They acquired an unprotected Miami Heat pick at six years and out in advance. They traded that three years later to get Mikhail Bridges in the lottery. So that's something that I think could really help out the Pacers down the road is in a year or two, if they were to get those Lakers picks, they could easily parlay that into trading up into a draft one or two years from now and really setting off their rebuild. The Suns, when they did that in 2018, getting Aiton and Mikhail Bridges the year after that, everything kind of set themselves into motion there. So I think a team like Indiana, they're the rare team right now that that will accept their Russell Westbrook deal and give up really... 50 cents on the dollar for Miles Turner and Buddy Heald because neither of those guys fit their rebuild timeline. So something to watch out for, of course, make sure you're reading basketballnews.com, subscribe to the basketballnews.com podcast network. Again, make sure you go read my Russell Westbrook, Indiana article today on basketballnews.com as well. Make sure you subscribe to the basketballnews.com podcast network. But in the meantime, make sure you lock in your offseason bets. Make sure you stay tuned to all the NBA news and happy betting to you on this Sunday afternoon.